0: This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today.
1: You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social Mastodon at social.freetalklive.com.
2: Declare your independence on the Free Talk Live Network.
1: It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. Believe
2: me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies
1: before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember
0: that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most, we are still here!
2: Fear no fear here on Declare Your Independence of Me, Ernest Hancock on the Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. We're continuing our conversation with David Stelzer, founder and CEO of Azure Farm and Azure Standard, where you and your neighbors, are refrigerated trucks delivered all over the country. You go put in your zip code, you go to Azur, Azure, A Z U R E, which is Spanish for blue, I think. It's a certain shade of blue that had, uh, uh, he'd explained it in the show of how he Came up with that, but it is a standard that they have set to make sure that all of the distribution of products they either grow and know are organic on their four thousand acre farm in Oregon, or they have other partners that make sure it is organic. Uh, raw materials are not crickets. I mean, just say it, and you can have it delivered to your neighborhood, in your garage, your carport, or the neighbors' everywhere around the everywhere. You go there, and you put in your zip code or town, and you'll find your neighbors are already doing it. And you order the raw materials, the flour that they make on their processing facility there. Donna and I, my wife, have visited there. We spent days there. We've done hours of show with them. And now we're comfortable in recommending it to you. Please
3: pay attention to what they have to say. It's for your life. We have put together a line that we've put our own name on the Azure Well brand, which you had one of those up a minute ago, that are ones that we have actually vetted. Now, uh, and Susan's the one who's the one who went through cancer and got it, you know, and is in good health now, uh, and went through that because of supplements. She uh, and she has vetted those. There are no excipients in these. There's no fillers. There's no crap. What's a I don't even know what that means. That's like magnesium stearate to make. So if you read the fine ingre- fine print on your supplements, a lot of them will have something like that in it that will say, oh, magnesium steroid. Well, all that is is it's a, chem- a chemical compound that's supposed to be benign, but it's not completely benign, that makes the powder go into the uh, capsule more easily, you know? okay yeah. yeah you know yeah whatever right. they can speed it up uh
2: you know okay let me, let's go ahead let's go ahead and look at this um cleaning supplies this is another thing too because we've been in um, we took a MCI bus and we converted it into a it was a RV and has a lot of storage and we put the studio in we've been traveling the country during lockdown we're just now back in Arizona Purchasing land, building our home, that kind of thing. But we live on a bus. I mean it's a nice you know, bus, but it's a bus. So when we do cleaning stuff, if I'm cleaning the sink, cleaning the bathroom, cleaning the wall, cleaning the floor, I'm I'm in it. I mean it's right there. You know, I got you know, a whole bunch more than, you know. So I'm looking for, eh, I think I'd rather not be too chemicalized or kill myself with cleaning supplies. So tell me about cleaning supplies and the quality and health of them.
3: Yeah, so the ones with our name on them, we actually spent a fair amount of time. We have a, a, a scientist that we were working with. Now, those are not necessarily made 100% out of organic products, but they're made out of the absolute cleanest ingredients that actually work. It doesn't, you know, hey, it doesn't do any good to have some kind of a cleaning product that says dish soap and doesn't take grease off and leaves your dishes as greasy as they were before. So we have, so this is a product that actually does the job and at the same time does not have any harmful chemicals in it that would be in any way uh, harmful to your health or truthfully to the environment. We want to make sure since we sell to all these rural areas, people with septic tanks or maybe just are draining their uh, dishwater out into their gardens, that this is 100% uh, non, you know, has no damaging effect on the environment in any way or on the soil. So those are the two criteria that we really uh, focus on with uh okay. with these So we products.
2: got um thank you. We got cleaners, cleaning, let's see, clothes, laundry, mops, brooms, brushes, odor control, soap. Yeah, odor control. They want to put all these plug-in things that poison you. You know, I'm just like, I, I don't trust that crap. I don't need, ooh, it smells like uh, death. I, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not doing that. Oh, 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 this is what I'm in a market for. Oh, 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 all right, all right, all right. Take it. I got my bug assault, these damn flies, man. I'm, woo, I will get me some, you know. And it's got my, you know, laser on it, you know. So I'm getting flies all over. You got a fly paper, control fly, something like that. I want a bunch of them. You got something?
3: <laughs> i don't I don't know that we have fly paper, but I haven't found one well, of those that are, that are perfect, uh you know work perfectly well um but oh you got a bug of salt <laughs> we have some uh like essential oils and such that will keep off things like mosquitoes uh but no i' that's probably one of the places I don't have now there are things that will you know, if you can catch them at the source, uh diatomaceous earth works really well for insect control.
2: Yeah. Well we're in a rural area with farm animals, so it's they're they're gonna they're gonna be here. I'm just like in the bus. I'm like, man, we've tried electronic stuff, plugged in stuff, nothing works better than my bug assault, man. Let's go on safari. All right, boom. You know, and he was sad for there were no more flies to kill. Open the door. I need targets. But you know, okay. I just, if you had if you had something, man, I'd be all over that. Um, let's take a look at these. See, we got kitchen emergency preparedness. What the crap? You know how much stuff are you doing? Holy well, moly! Uh, all right,
3: we have never really focused on emergency preparedness in the sense of you know putting things in buckets and stuff. But we do have the buckets, the mylar bags that you can get um those work really well we have oxygen absorber packs that we sell obviously all the canning jars uh and some of those we have actually made ourselves are had made we don't have a glass factory here but we have them made to our specs and they will actually uh hold up a lot better in canning than you know standard um you know canning jars that you get at the hardware store um As far as I got
2: outdoor garden products, fencing materials, man, what do you not do? Holy crap! You know, this is there's a bunch of this stuff that I'm
3: in the market to go, you got it. Yeah, with the homesteading community, finding high quality, you know, electric fence, we don't like carry standard fence that's the same as you can get at the hardware store. But if you're looking at something that actually works for, you know, keeping poultry or doing, um, Rotational grazing or something like that, that's the Gallagher that we carry is you know probably the top of the line for that kind of poultry netting. If you want to move your chicken pens around so you have yeah. grass fed, there's a whole line of thought um, in that direction. Ah, uh, those are the kinds of things we you know we try to find the best that we can find to hit the community of people who are really caring about their health. know, not everybody's gonna have chickens, so you know, and or enough acres to be able to put poultry netting up. But if you do, here's one that actually works. you know that's
2: you know the, let's talk about the you know the quality you know, what's your customer service? I don't like it. Now, you did it wrong. How do they, you know, interface with you, and is that ever a concern?
3: Well, hey, you know, uh, for starters, uh, we actually have a customer service department, and we actually answer the phone. <laughs> for
2: starters. <laughs> <laughs>
3: a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of these, uh, you know, unlike most e-commerce companies, they don't have that anymore. But, you know, we, uh, they're going to be able to work, you know, we pride ourselves on working with the customer to try to have as satisfied a customer as we possibly can. You know, and we have to create that balance between the perfect you know, the perfect experience. So you tell me, hey, this doesn't this doesn't work, you know, let's see what we can do to make it right. Uh, you know, but we.
2: I, I get the impression from the, you know, when you had your uh, problem with they, them, those bugging you, you got a lot of national attention, and I, I, you know, I'm like, here we come to help. We're going to out them and explain it to them, and but you didn't need me. There was freaking an army of people in support of you. Is it like a as your standard seems to have developed into like its own community and, and as you grow, has that atmosphere still maintained itself? I mean you know how would you describe
3: your subscribers or users? It is more like a community or a family. And the other cool part about that community is oftentimes it leaks into the local. Because you're, you're getting your food at a drop point, um, so you're either meeting the truck or you're going to a range hall or a church or someplace where the order gets dropped, Often, there is a community around that, so you meet other people that are in your local community that have at least one thing in common: they are interested in healthy and organic food, so you have at least one thing in common, and you go together and so you end up meeting a lot of a lot of folks that way. then there's like the online community where people are able to share um share recipes, share stories share. What works and what doesn't work. And there's a huge network of support around that. So, you know, okay, so we have, you know, maybe the naturopathic community, uh, the uh, homesteaders community. Uh, some of the pictures you uh, had up there a minute ago had, you know, Rory Feek. And, you know, Rory Feek is, you know, he's a great proponent, you know, obviously a very famous musician, but he's a big proponent of homesteading and getting back to the land and growing your own food and your own meat particularly and he has you know he has a drop at his place and you know um gets the you know the the truck there and he's created a community uh, around that and he even, you know, sometimes sells to the same people who come to get their Azure Drop some of his excess eggs and, you know, meats uh, and things like that, right, that he yeah,
2: raises on his little farm. Well, this is what we're doing. I mean, we're you know, occupying the land, you all know, right. with attainable house. So this is what we're building out here in the dead. We did the pro that's a long story. But, you know, this is exactly what we would do. You know, all right, come here. I got the Azure drop off of 15 pallets. I mean, you know, whatever. And what is the um, size of the order that you would have that you would deliver?
3: Well, our minimum order is not huge. We want to set up, if you, uh, for an individual, we just ask for a $50 minimum order. That's it. It's like nothing. Um, so you, as long as you're, you know, a member of one of the drops, the drops, uh, the, the absolute minimum, we start at like $550 if the truck's just stopping right next to where it's at already. Then, You know, it would go up from there based on how far out you are off of, you know, from where we. You're doing it every
2: month. It's going to be at least that, or twice. Just to freaking fill my refrigerator and pantry. I mean, you know, for for the month, it's so expensive now. That's another thing. Your pricing. How does it compare with uh, you know Walmart or whatever? I mean, we're getting of course a lot more dense
3: food, but I mean, you know, talk to us about value price. So the. Azure's key to value is buying the, you know, is cooking at home. So if you're buying the ingredients, you're buying the fresh fruit, you're buying the fresh uh, product, um, you're going to get a whale of a good deal uh, compared to Walmart or, you know, Costco or someplace like that. Quick into those D'Angelo pears. I think we are selling a 20 pound box for about 14 bucks. Those are transitional ones. Those are transitional organic. Um, 14 bucks. Yeah. Transitional. What does that mean? That means that they're using organic practices, but they have not fulfilled the full three years on that particular piece of ground. And I happen to know about that one because those are actually ours. Those are ones that we, we raised ourselves, so we actually bought an orchard nearby and had a bunch of pears on it, and um, it was from a conventional grower uh, just two years ago, so we actually have one more year of transitional, so we'll have transitional again next year as well, and then it'll be completely organic as far as, but we do know that for two years that's had no chemicals of any sort on it. And you know we're able to sell those pears for fourteen bucks for a twenty pound box. You, you can't, mm, okay. you can't now, really this is beat that. Yeah, now, now this is
2: another thing I want the audience to know. When we went through the orchard and so on, there was I mean it you it, know it, it's an orchard you know but it wasn't like you know, super manicured or plowed or dissed or sprayed or whatever it was, you know, in the wild plants, it looked organic. I mean, you know, you got, but how are you doing your soil? Is there amendments? Is there processes or, you know, a crap load of wood chips of mulch? You know, you get, you know, RVs dump their tankers. I mean, I have no idea. How are you preparing the soil?
3: No, definitely no RVs dumping their tanks. Uh, that doesn't happen <laughs> in the orchard there. But uh, so um, on on our orchards, we do uh, a series of testing. So first of all, every year you do, we do a soil test. We look at the soil and the balance of the nutrients one to another that are the minerals, particularly that are in the soil. So, for instance, the ratio of calcium and magnesium is extremely important. The magnesium has to be, um, well, about 11 to, 11 to 1 uh, calcium to magnesium. Here in our orchard, for instance, we have relatively high magnesium soils. So even though our calcium is sufficient, if you were to look at a standard soil test, because our magnesium is high, we actually have to supplement with calcium to create the balance. And when you're dealing with healthy soil, it's all about balance. So I'm just using that as an example, but there's a ton of different nutrients that need to be in balance. So in order to get um, healthy, because really we're not feeding the plant. We're feeding the microorganisms that live in the soil Those microorganisms that live in the soil are what feeds the plant. It's not us that feeds the plant or the stuff that we put on there. We're just creating a healthy environment for the microbes to live in. So so what do you add? Oyster shells or something? Well, in in our case, most of the time we're adding gypsum for calcium uh, because we're typically a little bit low in sulfur as well. So... uh, gypsum is calcium sulfate it's a calcium that is mined it's from uh freshwater shells basically um that have you know died in lake beds over however many years or the flood or something and that's mined and we would typically use that but yeah you could use other things so like it's like crushed shells. up
2: uh, drywall you know that white powder that you make
3: gypsum board with or something like that yeah it's similar except you know it's more pure it's make sure that yeah no
2: i I understand just so people kind of get an idea what it is same thing
3: it's white white basically white powder that we put on and that's the that's a calcium source um you know and so you got a lab there
2: you got your little you know uh, science experiments in the you know room back there somewhere
3: (laughs) we don't really have our own full-blown lab we actually send it off to other places um fortunately we have a good friend who actually uh, interned kind of on our farm years ago uh who has a lab in portland now and so we use his lab a lot um and so you know one thing i wanted
2: to point out to the audience you look in the back left uh behind or well, his right shoulder behind him, you see all these different clocks because they have time zones for your shipping around the country, I would imagine.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, we have – this used to be the customer service office. Now most of our customer service is remote all over. and um, So I'm down here in the main office now. I used to have my own office, but it burned with the warehouse, and it hasn't got rebuilt yet. So.
2: Oh, I remember that office. like the second floor up there above the – is that that whole building there that's what burned that
3: building's the one that burned, yes,
2: yeah, but it was kind of the older part of it, so you got new freshy whatever
3: Talk I don't have man. it there yet at all. I don't <laughs> have the office built it's still it's still open there right now, yeah, I thought but, of uh, it there's so, so many I'm down, food I'm process down here
2: so many food processing places were um I don't know if they're under attack, but it was kinda kawiki Dick at a lot of places like yours were burning. And I'm going, Yeah, there? of course they did. You know, and then saw that you guys are still in operation and expanding Ass, ah, screw them. I mean, you know. So I'm like, All right, you demand. So this has been a great area. I want to give you an opportunity. Anything else you want to share with
3: the audience before you go? Hey, just um, Azure's mission here is to support families that want to eat healthy. And I really encourage folks to feed your family healthy, especially if you have children, especially young children. The habits that they make in their growing up years, that will be what they have for the next generations to come or definitely for the rest of their life. And uh, so I really want to encourage everyone to think about the way that, you know, you feed your family. And Azure's mission is here to support you to do that the best that you possibly can. You know, we want to support, hey, if you're growing a garden, go for it. You can't get better than that. Um, But don't use glyphosate on it. Don't use any of that crap. You, You know, do it. Do you have seeds, too? I think I remember you having seeds, don't you? We do. We have garden seeds. We even sell the plant starts in the spring. Uh, usually mar- middle of March to about the middle of June, we have the plant starts. We do have some of the organic fertilizers that you're able you know, to get through Azure. Um, most of those work really good for gardening.
2: Who? Who competes with you. I don't know anyone that I mean, you know, I get Walmart will come, you know, Amazon will drop me off a bag or something, but you know, You know, so this is, you know, is there anyone in the country that does even similar to the amount of variety and capability and speed and quality that you do? Well, I hope not. I've never even heard anybody does (laughs) this.
3: I hope we're a little bit out in front.
0: USA News Update. Former President Trump has a message for Republicans in the House and Senate debating a border bill, which is attached to other national security spending.
3: As the text of the new border bill being released, former President Trump urging Republican lawmakers to vote against it. Trump sitting down for an interview with Maria Bartiromo on Sunday Morning Futures on Fox News, saying it's no good for the Republicans. And frankly, any Republican that signs it should be ashamed of him or herself. I'm Laura winters
0: get ready for new limits on password sharing on hulu the disney-owned streaming platform is changing its terms of service now to ban account sharing with people outside the house for existing customers there will be a grace period until march 14th netflix cracked down on password sharing last year soon after seeing 14 million new subscribers i'm ryan daniels usa news
1: Appreciate what we do. Help us advertise, market, and promote for just five dollars a month at amp.freetalklive.com. For Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. In addition
2: to being one of the world's first cryptocurrencies, Dash was the first crypto project with a decentralized, autonomous organization that to this day continues to improve and promote Dash. Thanks to the Dash Dow for sending us 32 Dash per month for the sponsorship. It's easy to get and use Dash. You can learn more at Dash.org. That's Dash. Dot org. Welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, on the Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. We're continuing our conversation with David Stelzer, founder and CEO of Azure Farm and Azure Standard, which is a standard of organic food that is available and shipped in refrigerated trucks all over the country. And you just put in your zip code, you go to Azure Standard. A Z U R E com. and you just put in your town name or your zip code, and boom, where you can have pallets of organic food, raw material, flour, healthcare products, high, personal hygiene, supplements that are organic. And I know this, my wife and I years ago went and spent a few days with them, did a three hour show from there, it was awesome. And now, we're going to be an affiliate for them, we revamped the show and we wanted to redo our website and focus on how we could best serve our listeners and our readers. Well, it's definitely going to be a food thing and we sought them out. And this show, will tell you why. Enjoy. Who, who competes with you? I don't know anyone that, I mean, you know, I get Walmart will come, you know, Amazon will drop me off a bag or something, but, you know, bleh, you know, so this is, you know, is there anyone in the country that does any, even similar to the amount of variety and capability and speed and quality that you do?
3: Well, I hope not. I've never even heard anybody that does <laughs> this. I hope we're a little bit out in front. I guess if... If I were to say that there is a competitor that, you know, uh, is out there, um, you know, probably Costco is the place that a lot of our customers would go to if they're not buying from Azure. Uh, Not that I'm a big fan of Costco. It's just, you know, it's just the other place you can buy a little bit more bulk foods, Um, not you know, and they're not vetting it. I will guarantee you, not. They like, deliver neither. It. So
2: this is, I. You know, this is David. This has been you know, David Stelzer. Is, is that how you say it, Stelzer? Yep, that's right. I win. Woo-hoo. Okay, David Stelzer is the guy. Right there, you see him, guy. <laughs> Multi generational, hundred years kind of thing. You know, grandpa, great grand. How far does it go back?
3: Well, my my grandfather is the one who started the farm here. Um, he, he, you know, he was a first generation immigrant from Ukraine, actually, and so he was the first uh, farmer in in America. Uh, he came over in about uh, I think about 1912 or somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, right, just right before uh, World War One. And then he, um, and then you have the picture up here. That's my mom and dad here on the right, and they're still living on the farm. And then my, and then my wife and I here, and this is my son and his wife. It's just one of my sons, and then a couple of their children, a couple of my grandchildren, down at the at the bottom. Um, and that and was, the
2: children get to play in the orchard without fear of getting chemically freaking cancer.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little girl here. That's uh, Zach's daughter. And she lives exactly right across the orchard from my house. So she, she walks, her and her little brother, they'll walk over almost every day through the orchard to come visit. Uh, what
2: an awesome life. Yeah. You win. Good on you, man. You win. For the win. Hey. David Stelzer. David Stelzer, thank you very much. Azure Standard. A Z U R E Standard dot com. Azure Standard dot Yeah. Why Azure? I know it means blue or something, but how did that come about?
3: Well, way in the early years, uh, when I first started um, delivering the grains back in the old uh, Chevy Love pickup, um, We were looking at, hey, what do we really, you know, what is our mission and our goal? And uh, it's, well, it's to do it right. It's to grow food right, you know, been into organic already by then, almost 20 years. Um, I'm really interested in, you know, setting a standard of doing things right. And blue, um, you know, typically... Uh, stands for law, justice, right. Uh, that's why we have a field of blue in the U.S. flag with the white stars in it. It's the background of law, with all the states and you know the stars in the in the background. Um, you know that's in heraldry. That's what it's always stood for. So we got to thinking about it. Hey, we we want to create a standard, a blue standard or a, a right standard of uh, of eating. Or growing food, really, at that time was more of the growing. And uh, so we thought, oh, well, you know, we're not. So got a little bit creative with it and said, well, Azure is the right shade of blue. It's like the shade of the, you know, the summer sky from the top of a mountain. Uh, And so, hey, the blue sky signifies, you know, God's law and justice that surrounds the earth and so let's if we're going to try to make a difference in how it you know how organic food is marketed we call it the azure standard the blue the blue standard uh, or the the standard of doing it right.
4: Beautiful
2: story, man. That's awesome. awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You know, is your family, your children, your sons, daughters, I mean, are they they're enthusiastic about carrying this on? Mostly yes.
3: Yeah. Well, I have 11 children. So, um <laughs> there There's some in there. <laughs> uh, but there How many grandchildren you got so far? Uh Ten, but uh, got t- a couple it. more on the way. I got
2: four kids. I got twelve, man. I think Woo-hoo. maybe I you're, you're a
3: little ahead of. Our youngest Woo-hoo. is uh, our youngest is thirteen. So,
2: Are your youngest grandchild? No, or my a youngest child?
3: child is thirteen.
2: You, the freaking man! So this is all right. All right. So Zach, this, Zach's David- my
3: oldest. He, he's uh, here in this picture. So. So he's how old, thirty something? Yeah, about that, thirty-one, I think. <laughs> well, that guy, they're young, man.
2: You started a little later. Holy crap, <laughs> man. You know, this is this is so encouraging and it's such a good example of like your standard. We have our standards too, and we wanted to make sure that we can maintain that and the trust with our audience, and that's something that I could, you know, point to this show and say that we've Donna and I've actually gone there I know what the grandchildren are playing in I've seen the orchards and the fields and the uh, uh, wheat fields and the you know and and the processing and making of flour and the warehouses and looked at their product lines and it just keeps getting bigger you know and and I just know when you got the standard and dad says you know that's what it is and you got your father there you know kind of peeking over the you know, shoulder too so this is this is awesome you know thanks for spending the time with me this is this is really you know uh, good to get caught up again and we'll be you know uh, starting to push you here in the next few weeks we got it up but we're going to start you know redesigning everything and emphasizing what you do more and I appreciate well, you, you spending this extra time with me David thank you
3: very much very uh, very glad to do it thanks so much. And we'll hey, um, I pres- appreciate what you're trying what you're trying to do here. Thank you. I'm glad you're
2: there, so we can do it. Hey, well, that was informative and inspiring. AzureStandard.com, where you can get organic food supplements, uh, personal hygiene products on, in one place, and I've visited there. There is no, The whole reason I went there was because they resisted the government trying to force them to control their weeds with glyphosate. And I, I remember the county uh, a supervisor, goes, yeah, you cheated. You used the Internet. <laughs> So we did a lot to help them back then, and I'm glad that we've made use of them personally, but now I want to share this with the rest of our audience and so on. We're going to be making another big order. So that was awesome. Now, what I'm going to be able for the rest of the show, I wanted to introduce you to a Argentine young woman that we met here in Arizona as part of the Project Arizona, where they have young entrepreneurs come and visit every year, and we always interview all for God, a decade. I mean, it's been a long time. They'll have like eight, about eight of them from all over Europe, Asia, India, Nepal, Russia, Ukraine, Poland, Czechoslovakia, um, Argentina, you know, Peru. It's been it's been very interesting meeting these young people. Some sometimes like from Japan, uh, uh the, the language barrier is a little bit there, but we we get it out. And what happens is right when Javier Milei was during his campaign last November in uh 23, it was right when this was coming up and he wins. Well, before he actually won, the young, you know, uh, libertarian, anarchist, voluntarist, uh, anarcho-capitalist from Argentina, the young woman, uh, a lot of her career her education was all in espousing this philosophy. You know, doing conferences. That's how uh, she spoke at an event in Europe, and that's how she got tapped in to come into Project Arizona. And I really liked her. She, she's a, a nice young woman. So Maria Lobo Murga is from. Argentina. She's a graduate of the Project Arizona, and we talked about Javier Malay and his rise to leadership and that he had just given his speech, his presentation to World Economic Forum, and said, you guys are the problem, which was awesome. So we wanted to see how things are going in Argentina now. What's the culture shift? The people, are they behind it? What age group who is in opposition, how is that going? So you'll find this conversation very interesting. I'll try and get as much of our conversation edited in to tonight's show. But you can always go to freedomsphoenix.com. At the top right, you'll have the banner it goes to Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock, and all the complete shows are there. Now you can just go to Declare your Independence with but that's kind of long. <laughs> and then you'll have all the show guy great shows there. And I try and pick some of the best ones for you guys here on the network. Enjoy. We're be- 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 here Declare Your Independence Meet- Ernest Hancock, woo, hello, it's going to be very nice, very nice, very nice, we're going to have a good time today, what we're going to be doing is uh, kind of a special treat for y'all, you want to know what's up, what's up, what's up in Argentina, well Maria uh, Lobo Murga, very. Mur- uh, she's Very I practiced I practiced it I tried I was I was the, I was good for I knew I was going to forget 3 minutes later the um it's M U R G A Maria Lobo L O B O uh Murga uh Mur- whatever M U R G A Maria's going to say it for us so we know uh how we say her name cuz we want to say her name go ahead okay Maria Lobo
6: Murga it's
2: Murga my name. Murga All right, I am yeah. I apologize if I do it wrong, but Maria, we've met before. Uh, Maria was um, a part of the Project Arizona here in Arizona. Whoops, wrong one. Uh, She was Project Arizona here in Arizona Is entrepreneurs and like-minded libertarian individuals from around the world. I mean, we've had... You know, China, Taiwan, Nepal, uh, Poland, Georgia, Italy, United Kingdom, uh, Ukraine. You know, I, it, it, it's amazing from all over the world. It just so happened that when we interviewed the students this last this last season, this last winter, uh, November around in there. What happened? That was when uh, Javier. Malay was making all kinds of noise, and we came across our radar screen because he was on podcasts and radio stations just calling the uh, elite or the politicos or the bureaucrats. He was just hammering on them. They are scumbag pieces of crap, and he wasn't pulling his language or nothing. He was just really slapping them around. Now, the first mainstream media in the united states that we got it went i think it was the washington post or times or something they go like this i go well there's this guy javier malay and but he has funny hair like trump that was it and i'm like going what the crap that's your evaluation you know then we find out that you know he wears captain N cap superhero outfit and everything so we're like Woo-hoo, that's cool now What happened was, there was a book I can't remember what the name of it was, Morning Something But it was a book that Got to Javier Millay from Doug Casey Doug Casey was on the show a couple weeks ago And he was saying, yeah, made sure he got, when he read that book, then he started calling himself, you know, a narco-capitalist. And it's always some little bit of information. It's a tipping point that goes over. Now, Maria was from Argentina here visiting for, you know, a month or two here in the United States. And we have some pictures that we'll scroll of her being at the Arizona Supreme Court getting some classes in Constitution by Clint Bullock, a good friend of ours, that is a... Supreme Court
6: justice. Then we a have. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a good friend of mine now. Very cool. I'm, I'm sure he
2: is. You know, he, he's very <laughs> supportive of you guys, especially Argentina, Javier. It's got. We're all excited about this. You know, we'll see what's happening. So then we have um, a conversation with Maria. We get to find out a little bit about her. That. Link to that show is I'm sure Donna, if she hadn't already, she's going to put it in the archive, and you can go listen to that show, and we'll get a lot more personal details about Maria and her upbringing. I'm always getting why, why, why are you like this? Why would your grandmother say you know? So we already did that, you know. That was last show. So now that she's gone back to Argentina, her goal. I would imagine, as you stated before, expansion of this. It's time to hit the ground running. It's time to add fuel to the fire. Man, woo! We're going to get to be libertarian in Argentina, which was not the atmosphere recently. You'd oh you're a liberal what you know you're a liberal you're you're a classic liberal you know libertarian and uh, that didn't go over well so I want to make sure that we touch base with Maria and find out after he's been in he starts lopping off a bunch of government he goes to the World Economic Forum and tells all them they're wrong and then he um and there's something about that I wanted to mention too but and. He started lopping off a a bunch of government employees. So this is interesting from Maria's perspective to share on the ground what's going on and how it affect her future decisions. Now the one thing I wanted to I'll throw it to you and you can just monologue me, tell me everything from the time that you, you know, heard of him, went through your impression, what changed the election, you going back, how things are going now, what the populace is going on all the unions are freaking hell no, you know, so we'll see what's going on there. But when he gave the presentation at the World Economic Forum there was the translation that you get and I listened to the trans you know, the guy trying to translate he's talking oh, all right cool you know and I know a little bit of Spanish so I'm you know got by and understood what was up but then I saw a version of it you know without subtitles without it was artificial intelligence that converted his speech to English in his voice with his lip sync. Have you seen that?
6: No, no, I
2: haven't. Oh, Oh, my God. Man, you got to get that. Let me do this. Yes. In English? Yeah, so she's going to send it to you. So you have this. If they did it in English, that means they did it in some other languages. So Javier Malay got exposed to our audience around the world in English with his mouth matching English in his voice. So I'm going, Ooh, you got some of the technology now. I I wish we had this kind of stuff. This is awesome. So a lot of the messaging, which is why where Arizona Project started, you know, was Yasek, ...did Language of Liberty with Glenn Cripe. Language of Liberty, a lot of this stuff was done in English. Well, because a lot of the founders, you know, John Locke... ...a lot of, you know, um, really freedom-oriented material... ...a lot of it's in English. So you get it converted and translated and so on. But to be able to have someone speaking their own native tongue... ...and then it come out in their voice... ...as a native tongue of the audience... What the crap? Okay, just saying. That's we got that now. So, with that yeah. said, and that's another tool put in your you know your quiver. I just want to make sure you get that. So, start with from the time your experience here in Arizona. You went back. There was the election. Then there's the after the election. You got plenty to tell us. Now, I'll give you a little bit of your bio here, just so they know we got some of the skills. She has a degree in economics from the National University of Tucuman. She was a scholarship recipient of uh, various programs, United Nations Development Program, which they have, you know, here in high school and colleges here. You know, like, ooh, you're a leader, you're an info. we want you to get UNized, you know. So anyway, so I doubt that had a lot of impact on Maria. Now, she taught um, that was taught at the University of Buenos Aires, managing to assist uh, Kachaki communities of northern Argentina. I guess that's a native tribe there. She has a diploma in conflict transformation from the Autonomous University of Barcelona in Barcelona, Spain. She was distinguished as an outstanding student in the certification of competitions and oppositions of the European Union in Barcelona. She was a scholarship recipient of the Young Leaders Program of the Friedrich Naumann Foundation. A Young Leaders Program, the Young Front Movement. She's currently pursuing a master's degree in politics and government at the University of Sao Paulo in Tucumán, Argentina. So, what I'm seeing here in this bio, Maria, is this is a resume of a Politico, somebody that wants to be involved in government, somebody that wants to, you know, something. What is it you want to do? And how is it that, you know, you kind of got the Arizona Project? with a libertarian freedom orientation and how are you bringing that back I want to know what your real politics are, your philosophical understanding and then bring that to where you came to Arizona through Arizona, you go back to Argentina Harvey uh, Javier Millet so go
6: Thank you, thank you so much Ernie Mm -hmm. Um, yes, when you read my background you it seems that I am really a politician, but I am really a person who cares about society. I have uh, born in a place that have been poor, very poor, in the last 20 years. Uh, yeah, it's called Argentina. <laughs> yes, but my city almost and mostly in Argentina that is in the north of Argentina and uh, this poor um, way of living made me feel that I had to do something so I study economics and uh, I studied pre-market economics because in in my university I uh, I could, Uh, choose that and be able to study free market economics and then uh, I made many postgraduate studies and uh, you know grants and going through one part of the of the globe to another to Barcelona and then to the United States I have been in India I have been in in different parts of the world And I realized that poverty is mainly in our heads. You know, you are poor when you don't have something to eat. But if you don't have liberty in your mind, if you don't uh, feel educated as a free individual, it is very difficult to to reach that uh, material freedom, you know? So I became uh, in the movement of liberty about uh, like six years ago and then i started politics to make some change in my in my province i think i couldn't make the change i wanted to see in my province so i i went away and now i'm in buenos aires and when i was in project arizona last october and november it was because I was uh, doing some conference on August uh, for Liberty International World Conference in Madrid.
0: Wrong. Nobody's right if everybody's wrong. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock.